today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, who is the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, and Vacuum Man, who sponsored this fine program, is with us once again. A happy Friday, Adam. Hope you've had a good week. It was a phenomenal week, Bill. I can honestly say it's it's been uh, it's very well welcomed this weekend. I can say I heard that weather report on on CHML, and I'm like getting very excited over the next couple of days. I'm I'm hitting the bike, hitting the trails, and and I'm I'm, I'm getting set for it. I got to ask you because we haven't talked much about the the business aspect of this because we get so heavily involved in tech talk, which is why we call the show tech talk, I guess. Uh, but but how are you handling the the, the other side of the business? I mean, you know, crossing the border is not uh, as easy as it used to be, and you've got gr- th- thriving businesses on both sides. Is is is, is that working out all right? You know what? It is. It's actually, uh, it's been a little, uh, well, a lot of changes have happened in the last 18 months. And I mean, as far as um, the big the big changes in the U.S., I'm not able to travel as, as easily. I'm not technically yeah. deemed essential, if you could believe it, Bill. But uh, the U.S. business is really, it's thriving. It's going very well. But the U.S. market has opened up much quicker than it has in Canada. So, a lot of networking. I was just having a call today with about uh, 15 companies that are uh, integrated and launching and getting ready to, to move forward. And we were talking strategies of digital development for, for a business side of things. Um, on the northern side, I mean, it's, it's either thriving or dying. I was having a call with many companies that have reached out to me over the Ontario Business Grant that they haven't received yet. Many businesses are still waiting from the initial announcement when they got their first wave of support and they were supposed to get a second one. A lot of companies are still waiting, and, I, and I've been talking to a lot of small businesses about that. Um, it's not been easy, I know, on that degree. Uh, on our side of things, I've had to restructure a little bit, and uh, I'm excited to announce that Michelle, my beautiful wife, is also now involved in the duck cleaning business. And uh, she was a school teacher and now is, is overseeing and is the CEO and operating the vacuum man business. So even in the north, we've, we've altered and made changes um, and when it comes to small business, and I know many that might be listening are going, yeah, I, I agree, and, and I understand many are still struggling during this time. It's not been easy in the northern side versus the U.S., which is really starting to ramp up. Well, you know, the successful business people that I've talked to, and I know quite a few of them in the, in the southern Ontario area, always say this: the key is hire smarter people than you are, and, and clearly you've done that with Michelle. So. Uh, <laughs> Little humor 100%, there, Adam. Percent, one hundred percent, and you know, and, and, and to make a note of this, uh, my wife is is new to the business, but been around so many years with me. Um, she's really been able to do it. She's been actually running it for the last eighteen months uh, as an Aboriginal woman. She's really taken hold of this, and I'm proud of her for what she's been able to do with Vacuuman. So, anyway, just so everyone knows, uh, there might be a beautiful woman on the other line that's going to be helping you, and that that would be my wife. Uh, by the way, you're always looking to hire at Vacuum Man, too, and, and I know there's some opportunities there, aren't there? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, this summer, we're seeking help, so if you're listening and you know someone that's looking for uh, a general labor position, could be a summer job, uh, please visit the website. There's a position there, and we're looking for general help, um, and my wife will be the one that will be interviewing. So, yeah, uh, we're hiring right now, so if you're looking for general help uh, hour, during the week and weekends, uh, Vacuum Man can help you. Please. All right, let's uh, get into the uh, nuts and bolts of, uh, of Tech Talk this week, and we'll start off with LG and their mobile phone. Well, you know, this has been announced some time ago, and we talked about it with Tech Talk, but the LG phone has made the announcement that they are no longer going to be producing smartphones in the future. That 
instead the latest and last product product uh, produced smartphone LG has fulfilled its obligations uh, due to the telecom companies that have promised with Verizon even in the north here in Canada with our with our top uh, mobile providers um, it's got that cool feature it is worth the purchase is where i'm going with this bill lg has the sliding phone and it was like a t phone so you could take your mobile phone flip it horizontally and there would be a a, a monitor a, a lens underneath a lens on the horizontal and it looks like a t but it was really really cool when they made the announcement it's called the lg wing and in this phone is going to get many updates it's not going to be lost in the wind you're not wasting your money uh and lg made a really really good android phone so if you're looking for a cost that's going to be a little less than the major players out there um this might be an option for you because it's got some really cool features however it's that of the blackberry it is the last of the mohicans when it comes to mobile phones at least for now anyway because these guys do tend to change their minds from time to time uh why is it whenever we talk about the tech giants it's usually what they're doing in court these days and and google <laughs> google is no exception well, this is something that I feel wasn't getting enough attention. And there's also been the talk, and that talk being Bill and Adam on Tech Talk, that Google and Android is still tracking us. And they've been talking about privacy issues. And we know with Apple, they've been ma making that a real forefront of what the iOS 14 that just got launched is going to be focusing on is user privacy, turning off tracking, using that ad, third-party tracking information is going to be limited. Well, in court currently, uh, there is an example that has been submitted to the courts. Um, uh, it's a news media alliance and digital content have been fighting in court right now for the protections of individuals using the Android. And there was a lot of documents that were redacted. So meaning they blacked it out and they were not submitting contents. Well, it was overruled that the courts were entitled to have that information removed. And as such, it was proven in court, submitted in court documents, that Google was pressuring manufacturers of the Android device, like the LG and like Samsung, to bury those settings, those settings that you can turn off those privacy and location devices, to turn them off. So uh, now it's, it's, it's ramping up, and it's going to be interesting to see what comes from this court case. But what's also interesting is that a Google VP made the comment themselves that if you're using Google Maps, the only way to hide from Google from them tracking you is to put in a false uh, uh, home address and a false work address. Otherwise, Google's following you every step of the way with that operating system. Yeah, which kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Anyway, uh, what's going on with smartwatches? Well, I've been talking a lot about a Apple smartwatch. I know you enjoy yours. I enjoy Samsung's. But it's kind of like the all-in-one. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's got this uh, department store feel to it. It's got, uh, uh, you know, all the, the monitoring of your text, your emails, your heart rates. It even comes with games. Well, one of the ones that I thought I would share today is one that uh, if you are looking for a smartwatch that literally is about health and management, Garmin has a new Forerunner 945. This is the name of the, of the smartwatch, and it is phenomenal for those that are runners, active hikers, biking, or whether you just want a good smartwatch that's going to give more premise to your health than it is to tell you everything going on in your world. So the new Garmin smartwatch is really, really neat because it has 
all those high-end features such as heart rate management, um, sleep, sleep tracking, Fitbit is is on that as well. But Garmin specifically has got the ability to have the GPS tracking in it. So say you're going on a hiking, uh, you're on a, a trail, you're, you're biking, you're exercising, doing the stairs in Hamilton. It uses satellite GPS systems, so it's not tracking your personal information. It's not utilizing all that data into a da- into a service that which Google uses and, and, and Samsung and Apple for that matter. This is actually going to be dedicated as a health tracking smartwatch. It's the Garmin Forerunner 945. If you're a runner, an athlete, I'll call it athlete or amateur, it's one of the best smartwatches for your for your tracking without any of the following elements that Apple and Samsung carry. We talk about uh, all the giants being in court. Let's talk about Huawei not being in court. This is actually about their product line. Yeah, well, we know that Google, uh, the Android operating system, was told they're no longer to support Huawei. And uh, in Canada specifically, there is a lot of Huawei users. In fact, I know Roger specifically was still giving out Huawei tablets. Um, the problem is you can't upgrade any of the latest OS systems, which leaves it susceptible for uh, security issues. Well, Huawei made the announcement two years ago, and they just announced that the Harmony OS is now being rolled out. That's now coming out for all of the Huawei phones, uh, the P20, uh, the Mate 20, uh, the tablets that you have. All of these operating systems are going to migrate from Android into the Harmony OS, which is its proprietary system. Now, in some ways, the VP of Huawei made the announcement that this is a good thing, only because of the fact that Android was limited in some ways to make it slow, um, meaning it wasn't running properly. And if anyone who's used Huawei or knows someone, this new OS is going to make it a lot faster. Um, I will preface this with the fact that YouTube and Google Gmail are not uh, available on the I/O on the Harmony OS, um, meaning you're going to have to go through a third party to download it, but it is available. So um, this is really in Canada. If anyone's listening in the U.S. or knows someone in the U.S., this is no merits, and you're probably not even going to be able to get any of this stuff that I'm talking about. But in Canada, it is going to be available, and if you have a Huawei, your phone is now capable of getting upgraded. All right, listen, if you're uh, using TikTok or a fan of TikTok or some of these other softwares and social medias, there's now a Canadian option. You know what? This came out last year called Wombo. And, you know, uh, Wombo is an app that was developed in Toronto by technicians, uh, geniuses, I'm going to call them, because they're Canadian. I'm proud of them for, uh, for, for not limiting the fact that Canadians can develop phenomenal new apps. Um, this artificial intelligence software, though, takes it a little step further. What it works with is uh, take a still photo. Um, which we've seen before where it animates it. We've seen that with My Heritage, where took an old photo and gave the facial recognition, let the person move their head, move their eyes. This one takes it one step further, almost in a comical side. So it can take a photo, um, whether it's of yourself, a selfie. Uh, it could take something of a, of a celebrity status. In one example, uh, they have the Queen of England singing I Will Survive, and her lips are moving. Um, and it's, it's kind of freaky, to be honest, but it takes that comical side that facial reactions can now be linked 
with a song. So it's free to download. Again, this is a Canadian app, and it's going. It's already getting massive amount of investments. Uh, Airbnb investor has already uh, uh, got his hands in it. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, financial individuals are really putting in. I've heard they're up to ten million already investing in this app. That's only uh, a year old, um, and how it can integrate into other programs such as probably TikTok or you know YouTube for that matter it's only a matter of time that this Canadian developed app called Wombo will be so popular um, that I anticipate it's going to be swallowed up by one of the bigger players outside of the country all right this new product from China that uh, we should make our listeners aware of too it, uh, they, this they call this a smart lamp it's an intrusive lamp really this is kind of like George Orwell <laughs> isn't it it is really, I, I mean, it really is dependent on how you look at it, Bill. I mean, there's two sides to look at situations where you put a, uh, a smart lamp for your child where you don't want to be standing over them 24-7, but this, this lamp that sits on your desk has a surveillance camera, and what it does is it allows parents to be able to see, are the children working? Are they actually doing their schoolwork? Are they, or are they being distracted, and did they you know, end up on a wombo trying to turn a, uh, a picture into a singing uh, art? Um, this is something which is, again, uh, available on Amazon, Alibaba. It could be a bit invasive because, you know, are you really letting your child be independent and, and, and develop and, and have that trust they're doing their schoolwork? But many parents with COVID trying to learn at home, this might be a solution that you could literally jump on the smart lamp, look at the surveillance camera and say, hey, I see you're not doing your schoolwork. This is very popular in China right now, um, and apparently many parents are using this for their uh, monitoring of the children to make sure they're keeping their eyes and mind focused on doing their schoolwork. Back uh, in the early days of the pandemic, which seems like 100 years ago, uh, we remember the government program about uh, the, the COVID app uh, to keep you know contact tracing and everything else, and it, it, it didn't go over as well as they thought it would uh, for a variety of reasons. There were some concerns about personal information and all things, sorts of things like that. Uh, what's the latest on that? Because, I mean, contact tracing is still going to be very important. Well, one of the biggest issues, and they, when they did a survey on Canadians, why are we not integrating or using or turning on that, that, that you know, COVID tracing app, was where is the information going? What, what is this information? As much as it was communicated that no one has access to your private data, no one knows uh, or following all of the content of where you are, it was still uh, hesitant by many, many Canadians to download the app. Plus, the other confusion was there was many apps to choose from. So we're using the Alberta app versus the federal app versus the uh, Atlantic app out of Nova Scotia. So there was a lot of issues when it came to that. But a so this is going to be a trend, Bill. As we're opening up travel, um, you know, uh, we talked about this uh, a few weeks back. Last week, we talked about possibly the certificate, the COVID certificate for travel passports. Yeah. This is called Trace Safe. Now, this is obviously a similar element of which, you know, the COVID tracing app worked, except it's almost like a little bracelet, a bracelet with a little, um, you know, uh, monitoring system on it. So you become a number, so to speak. It's becoming quite popular. Um, and this is something that, again, developed uh, as part in Canada. This is going to be utilized for when you're going to a special event. Say uh, you're going to a, a concert or you're going to a festival. Um, as you come in, you may be provided with uh, a wristband. Very similar if you go to a resort, you used to get the plastic wristbands. Um, this is going to be a little more advanced. 
And what it does is it actually will monitor those around you. So it's going to be used on cruise ships specifically. This has really been integrated with a lot of the cruise ship lines. And when you sign up and you board the ship, you're going to be given this bracelet. The bracelet will probably integrate with purchases and otherwise. But the main thing is it will be able to monitor who you are in contact with. And if someone on that ship uh, or amusement park or anywhere has or comes down with COVID-19 or possibly any other variant of the virus, it will be able to monitor and know the bracelet, not the person. It doesn't integrate with any of your personal private information. It doesn't link with your smartphone. So this is something we can expect. When you get that bracelet going to your next amusement or cruise ship, be aware that it's monitoring on two purposes. Uh, one, to obviously give you the leisure of purchasing if needed. And number two, it's going to make you aware they'll be able to contact you directly in the case of an emergency you may need to quarantine or be checked. Tech Talk, we do this every Friday, 1135, with Adam Oldfield from FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuum Man. Uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend, Adam. Uh, stay cool if you possibly can, and we'll talk to you next Friday. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. Have a great weekend. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.